2: Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in-depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised.
3: Hello everybody, I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined as always by Sarge.
2: Hello from Not a Bunker. We'll get into it. Thank God for that. And
1: the Mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. Regular voice. Nobody ever expects regular voice. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you got a zag. You just got. You just
3: got yeah. hit him with what they're not
1: expecting. Regular regular voice off the top rope. But because it's sort of boy uh, boring, I will add ooh uh, woo There you go. <laughs> <laughs> <A> little ooh <laughs> woo Sarge, yeah. you like the ooh woo You big fan? Uh,
2: I've, uh yes. Ooh I. Uh, you know me. Always in our group chat. Just constantly with the uwu we had to have a talk it's like sarge <laughs> we think you're overdoing the uwu
1: yeah well a big part of it is because we all know that you're a ducktales fan so yeah understandably you thought that the theme song said ducktales uwu and U-u. you were just like yep. you were very you were very excited that it started to get mainstream with e-girls <laughs>
2: yes. with e-girls
1: hey man they're the ones calling themselves e-girls i've always thought that term was stupid but i'm still seeing people hashtag e-girl on tiktok so what are you gonna do
2: yeah i mean if
1: you're, if you're a 19-year-old lady looking down the barrel up. of a TikTok saying Ooh, woo, you are probably hashtag e-girl.
2: <laughs> Dude,
1: I'm hip. I'm with it. I, I, know, I, know, I know what the youth's like. <laughs>
2: yes. you do, that. I mean, you are the one that sends me the majority of the TikToks I watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have a commute now, so I, I do, I do be watching TikToks, and uh, that shit will take me all over the place. That the TikTok algorithm is really aggressive. If you linger too long mm. on one single thing, it will just destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: you're, you're, not wrong. I, I liked one, like not quite AMV, and one, uh, cosplay one, and uh, that that is that is all I'm getting right now.
1: Yeah, and it takes a while to like wash it out. I fi- I finally washed out my YouTube algorithm of magic videos, like for the most part, because <laughs> I just I just haven't watched one in two months. I needed to force myself to just be like, hey, I'm tired of I'm tired of YouTube being mono Magic the Gathering videos. We're we're done with this. So I had to I had to paddle YouTube a bit. I had to give it some some hard lesson about that. I had to cut it off cold turkey. <laughs> <laughs>
3: YouTube has earned a sharp rebuke for its algorithm attempting to make you enjoy a card game that is unenjoyable. So,
1: I never understood the phrase "cold turkey." Do we know where that comes Neither from? I, I really don't know. I, I literally,
3: uh, some someone had, uh, someone got clean from alcohol, and then a lot of people were like, "Don't you ever try to quit alcohol cold turkey? It's the worst thing you could possibly do." And just so many of the replies involved the phrase "cold turkey." I just became, I was like where does that come from? Actually, I never bothered to Google it.
1: I mean, I know that I could easily Google it, but, uh, I don't feel like doing that. So instead I'm just going to say, I don't really get it. Cold Turkey is fine because hot. Yeah. Hot, hot, I, I like
2: a Turkey sandwich. I yeah. Understand. I mean, I think
1: it's because the ceiling on hot Turkey is so low.
2: Mm-hmm. Like the,
1: the best Turkey I've ever had in my life is like, probably not as good as cold bacon. You know what I mean? Turkey, turkey is very medium. It's mid as the kids say. <laughs> I do like
2: mid. Mid's a very useful word. I also like
1: it, but I feel like a lot of these kids, they're not paying their respects to the forefathers who are gamers, who have been referring to things as medium for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like salt. Like people People just use salty all the time now, and it's just like, I, I, de- I demand, every once in a while, just like I demand that you pour one out for the fighting game community. Nobody would be calling shit salty if it wasn't for them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I anyway, just- I've yeah, I enjoy the fighting game community mostly because I enjoy the terms disrespect and punish. I just love those phrases when they use them in commentary.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the, the max punish. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, as I was trying to do just moments ago, uh, I will segue us out of this, uh, our uh, fluffing of ourselves. Uh, now that we are rock hard, it's time to get into the amuse-bouche.
2: <laughs> it's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. Nothing
1: amuses the bush like being super turgid. Uh, so, uh, let's... <laughs> sorry, I'm just giggling watching the reaction of my co-hosts as they, as they hear this riff that they were not expecting coming out of me. Yeah. And just slow motion horror on their faces as it creeps over them. But yes, I'm still talking about being erect. Uh, but only until now, uh, because it's time for us to talk about ivermectin again. Yeah. Uh, Didn't did we finally cure... <laughs> Did we finally cure COVID with uh, Ivermectin the first time around? Isn't COVID over? Why are we talking yeah, about Ivermectin sure. again?
3: Uh, we're talking about Ivermectin because America's frontline doctors who were one of the biggest hydroxychloroquine and Ivermectin uh, p- uh, peddling scam artists and quack cure specialists, they are falling apart and are currently embroiled in a multi-million dollar lawsuit between uh, two factions of the group. Basically, on one side, you have the amorphous board of America's frontline doctors. And on the other side, you have their like front person, visionary leader, mastermind, Simone Gold. And uh, Simone, uh, w- on top of being a uh, quack cure specialist, was your typical election denier and um, decided to get herself thrown in jail for a couple months on January 6th because she stormed the Capitol. And um, good one. Yeah. So uh she uh managed to cut a deal to avoid extra jail time and instead got uh two months at a Club <laughs> Fed. And you might be thinking, well, two months, slap on the wrist, probably not that bad for her. Well, actually it was because while she was in while she was in Club Fed for two months, the other America's frontline doctors were like, Hey, now that she can't actually do anything because she's in jail, maybe we should look over the books of our company here and see what's going on. And uh, they found uh, a $3.6 million uh, estate that was purchased in Florida where uh, Gold and her boyfriend were living um, and all kinds of other uh, living high off the hog kind of expenses. She had like a $50,000 a month stipend that she was just taking from the company. Um, Nice, smart. So, yeah. So basically the rest of the board, when she got out, were like, hey, what's this all about? (laughs) <laughs> and then she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. This was all about a scam to make me rich, you dum-dums. Uh, she has since, like, taken over the website for them and writes basically press releases where she's just like, I, "I." they're probably self-written. But if they're not, the person writing them is told, make sure Simone Gold looks really good in this situation. And so... The rest of the people involved have sued her for, I believe, around seven million dollars, claiming embezzlement, uh, fraud, <laughs> and other funds. So, yeah, right wing grifting, uh, working about as good as it usually does.
2: Where it's, it's a good day for ivermectin and crypto.
3: Yes. Oh, both of these things. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. We're it's it's all going it's all going swimmingly.
1: Yeah, the, the ivermectin exchange has crashed and burned. I can't believe that we we, we neglected to put that in the official amuse-bouche. So uh, let's put a pin in that for now, and we'll continue to talk about ivermectin until we can't any longer, and then we'll talk about crypto. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> it turns out there's a lot of crossover between the crypto yeah. and the QAnon community. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so is there is there any so there are no winners in this fight because it's like a collective board of directors for a company that are grifters versus a singular entity who is a grifter and yes. they're they're sort of they're they're squabbling because one of them discovered the other was doing better at uh, money laundering or whatever or embezzlement. They're <laughs> so, yeah. like, hey, how dare you out embezzle us? Like we're, we're like we're, we're we're supposed to be grifting more evenly than this. Yes, this is pretty much what happened. Was they they all thought they were getting their
3: slice <laughs> of the ivermectin pie, and it turned out that uh, Miss Gold was actually the one that was getting uh, the lion's share of it. Um, the other little, the other side note of this story was that uh, Gold's boyfriend, um, John Stroud, I believe it was his name. Last, my like was looking at this up like a minute ago, and then it lost the page. But that dum-dum, her boyfriend, uh, for some reason decided, you know, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to go to trial, like Simone Gold cutting a deal and only getting two months. That's for her. But I'm a, I'm a like a red blooded American who's going to stand up for my principles and defend my right to storm the Capitol. And um. He did that and uh, got convicted of everything because there were all kinds of text messages where he was like, this is fucking awesome. We're storming the Capitol. Fuck this, (laughs) the rigged election. Pretty much just put all of his crimes in text format for the prosecutors to read back to the jury. Good. that's Smart. He got convicted of obstructing an official government proceedings, a.k.a. trying to prevent the certification electoral vote. And that when you get convicted of that felony, that carries a sentence of up to 20 years. So I hope he thinks his uh, grifter girlfriend's going to be waiting for him on the other side of uh, his stay at club fed, which will be far more extensive than hers was. Uh, he is, <laughs> he, he is due to be sentenced in January. So yeah, if if 20 years is the max, he's probably looking at about 10 or so. So yeah, he's Sick. not in great shape there. So good job, buddy. Uh, when, the, when your girlfriend took the two month plea deal, Probably should have been a tip that may, maybe I should follow her lead. Maybe I should try to not do years and years of jail time for the crime that she basically like. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. She obviously led him into this. I mean, she's the election denying, vermectin <laughs> selling person uh, 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 from from all the reports I read. He's an underwear model, and he's younger than her, and the power dynamic of the relationship was she she was kind of a bully to him. So it's like. Maybe, maybe, buddy. uh If she, I mean, in... yeah,
1: you probably, you probably would just plead out. But uh, yeah. like, it's it's hard to fault her for being along for that ride. Yeah, he, he, he was just he was just getting like like plow ass in the Bahamas or whatever wherever this like three million dollar mansion is. He's got yeah. like a glorious mansion. It's just living like he's <laughs> ultra fabulously wealthy, and yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure he, he he weighed that against his job, which would. Be having sex with that woman, and he was like, "Okay, this is fine." Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah. it's all coming together.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. He was living the good life. I'm just saying that when that which is what's going on, I don't throw that away for a political stance on attacking the capital. I'm like, I get to continue my multi million dollar grift and uh, have my relationship with my ivermectin peddling quack cure doctor lady. Ah, I'm gonna roll the dice on this indictment against me. That seems like a better plan.
1: <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, to de- de- definitely long. can't put yourself in a diamond rage. I mean, you know, maybe maybe you negotiate for a better plea because you're just like a dumb idiot trophy boyfriend. <laughs> and you're just like, look, how about some like house arrest or whatever in this mansion?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me go back to my mansion in Florida, where I can just have an ankle bracelet on <laughs> while I'm while while I'm ba- banging ivermectin doctor lady. Can yeah, we well, except
1: for the two months she's doing in jail, which, like, a time in which I get to bang other ladies in the station. Yes. it's going to be great. <laughs> have yeah. you guys ever tried underwear modeling? It really opens the door
2: to a bunch of crazy. Yeah, I was ads. about to say the phrase "mankini." So. Yes.
1: yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like if you're if you're an underwear model, you probably have doors open to you that don't open for regular people. <laughs> you would hope. Yeah, (laughs) It's just like, hey, your body is attractive, never. We would like to present it to the masses to sell our underwear line. Something tells me that that level of being attractive uh, is easy mode. Truly easy mode. (laughs) Especially if you're a Caucasian male, which I assume this guy is. Because, again, January 6th, etc. Yeah. all right. Speaking of speaking of, uh, speaking of Caucasian males, let's talk about Caucasian males' favorite new thing: cryptocurrency. Yeah, <laughs> uh, boy, howdy, boy, howdy, does a white guy love a cryptocurrency? Yeah, uh, I myself have to take two pills a day to ward off my lust uh yes. it's like when it, it's it's like i have lycanthropy only my impulse is instead of turning into a bipedal wolf creature is to just take all of
2: my money and throw it directly into the garbage <laughs> batman loves him a criminal white guys love some crypto
1: so in case you've been living under a rock uh ftx which i believe was the the third largest crypto exchange in the world one of the largest yeah uh yeah it was one of the largest at least i believe it was number three on that list but i could be wrong about that Uh, they have uh, decided to do a nice big uh, bankruptcy, and uh, the ripple effects of this uh, are far-reaching. And I'm sure uh, there's absolutely no crossover between the QAnon community and the crypto community. Uh, But for (laughs) a lark, let's toss it over to our crypto correspondent, Mr. Mike Raids. Mike, (laughs) talk to us about the world of crypto.
3: Okay, so you're going to love where this goes, because it's so stupid. So the original concept of this was that um basically the the guy that ran ftx uh he donated like 50 million dollars to democrats so that was all a scam and a plot and crypto was all designed to like like Moloch, embed- et
1: cetera, new world yep.
2: order oh all of it uh this ignores yes.
3: Bilderberg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you're you're getting it
3: yeah. Oh man. We, we yeah. We need to do a we didn't start the fire of QAnon stuff where we just scream stuff like that incoherently and try to rhyme scheme it. Uh, after you...
1: after like a year, it's the return of the Build a Bear group. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, but the the problem for the QAnon direct line of uh, Democrat crypto grift was that, um. The FTX leader guy's uh, best friend, his BFF, who was like his co-CEO, donated $24 million to Republicans. So they were trying to buy people on both sides of the political aisle to keep regulation away from crypto. And so that was phase one of QAnon's reaction to this was like, oh, the patriots have done it. They've they've like chopped out the legs from under the deep state and shattered their criminal crypto cartel. (laughs) Uh, They then decided to add an extra layer to it because at some point in the uh, Ukraine-Russia war, Ukraine opened up an option for people to be able to donate crypto to Ukraine to help them uh, fund their defense of their homeland against Russian invasion. Right. And QAnon then seized upon this, and they've created this um, Rube Goldbergian contraption of embezzlement where the Democrats give Ukraine billions and billions of dollars. Ukraine then turns that billions of dollars into crypto and then gives it back to the Democrats, who then use it to win their illegitimate elections in 2022. Uh, My favorite. I had the greatest reply to this in one of my Twitter threads was someone said, this is literally the opposite of money laundering. This is money dirtying, where instead of trying to make your money that you obtain from illicit means seem legitimate, the Democrats were like, okay, we have this giant pile of money. And since we run the government, we can just do whatever we want with it. Let's give it to Ukraine so they can do crimes with it, and then Ukraine can give that money to the crime people to give it to us for more crimes. The is
2: we... do of them all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So FDX had nine billion in loans, but they were are in the exchange, but they were only holding maybe one billion in assets. To and there was essentially a run on the bank and they don't have any federal protection because they're fucking crypto idiots. Now there's so much going on with this. It is moving so fast. I literally watched a video by Coffeezilla. So if you want the, the good shit on crypto coffee, I recommend Coffeezilla. Zilla. Uh, he, in his video had to put an additional 10 minutes on because 24 hours later after he'd edited even more stuff had hap- happened uh the leader of FTX might be in Argentina we're still like people are still trying to confirm that he might have run away to Argentina the the spider web of shell companies and loans and corporations that are part of FTX is Byzantine and I've I've looked at a chart of it it is baffling um but they they were moving money around left, right, and center. Uh, he might be in Argentina. He was. Uh, I might have this detail wrong, but I'm pretty sure I don't. He was a part of a ten-person poly queue. These ten people ran FDX together and lived together and dated each other. That and they basically robbed all of crypto and crashed it, uh, allegedly. Details are still coming in. This situation is really complicated.
3: And he really loved himself some League of Legends. That was the other he thing He did.
2: He wasn't very good at it, though. He never got out of Bronze 2, which <laughs> is what I saw, which is fucking savage. Whoever reported that. <laughs> I played League of Legends for all of a month, and I managed to get out Bronze. So... <laughs> get wrecked, noob. Yeah, Literally. So, speaking of uh, speaking of this yeah. stuff
1: moving pretty fast, even just this morning, uh, the 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 collapse like rippling effect uh, has caused uh, Genesis, uh, which is uh, like a brokerage firm that does like crypto lending or whatever, they've just yeah. like stopped their new load, like operations. They're just like, yeah, we're we're not doing any more of <laughs> that. like we're 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 shutting that whole thing down right now, uh, because you know this uh, this is just sort of like a. This is, like, a devastating... It's, like, one of the pillars of this, like, fake-ass community sort of collapsing, and it's going to bring some shit down with it. And if you had no love for crypto, like some of us have no love for crypto, it's glorious to watch. But
2: I'll, I'll full disclosure. I made a quick $100 on Dogecoin, uh like, a year and a half ago, but I've stayed the fuck away from it since and uh, have nothing to do with it because it just... It's it's going it's going to and has done real harm to people. So and it's going to get I think with this much money, like lost and in the wind, they're they're looking at like real laws coming down the pipe and Congress is going to start paying attention.
1: Yeah. And and like, you know, they they keep having these things where it's just like, you know, they'll, they'll have some sort of crisis and it's just like, oh, boy. That like people are really going to start wanting to legislate them now, and no, no matter how slow the government is, if you let enough of these pile up, at some point, like regulation is coming down the pipeline.
3: And that's the the thing is, is, I mean, I remember all these crypto companies. I remember like Kristen cinema got a pile of money from a crypto company and all, and all that kind of stuff. But at yeah. some point, so many people get their asses kicked from crypto that they're and crypto is such a new uh, like scam that it's really hard to build that sort of uh, brand yeah. trust. Laws
2: don't move uh, fast enough.
3: Right. But what I was what I was going to say is that, like, if you're like big tobacco or the alcohol industry, you've had a long track record of centuries of, of harming people and ruining lives. And you've got fat checkbooks to like protect that. Whereas crypto is so new money in this shit that like, Hey, you're like, Hey, we ruin people's lives, but here's a pile of money, Mr. Senator. Here's a pile of money, Mrs. Congressperson. And then, they're just like, we don't know you. We we'll take our big tobacco and our alcohol money, and that's fine. But you fucking weirdos, I I didn't know you two weeks ago. I get a pile of money from everybody. Your new money doesn't rate here, buddy. So yeah, like- th-
1: thanks for your like less traceable money. We'll we'll yes. happily pocket that <laughs> and then, like p- pretend like it never happened. That we don't know you.
2: i mean there's so many uh god there was that guy who was digging tunnels under his house up in maryland he got rich off of crypto someone slipped alex jones a cool nine million in crypto it's really been used for we're a long way away from the silk road days where people were just like for the most part being cool buying drugs with it and uh now they're doing billions of dollars in crime and yeah. cla- c- crashing markets. Yeah,
3: yeah, the, uh, the Miami Heat—they uh, they were playing in FTX Arena. They have announced that they are no longer affiliated with them and are <laughs> seeking. <laughs> They're seeking a new deal for the naming rights to the building.
2: Amazing,
1: Yeah, there, uh, there th- are a bunch of athletes that were in bed with FTX that are, like, getting caught up in this. And, like, uh, sponsorship deals with, like, sports, like, athletics places. Like, some racing federation, I think, was, like, had FTX all over it. And then uh, uh, Game I Play Storybook Brawl. Uh, their parent company is somehow also FTX, who bought out their d- developer at one point. So yeah, this the the FTX thing is like going buck wild. It's crazy, and also fuck them. Crypto is a scam. It's hard to. It's share. just the newest
2: scam. Like,
1: it sounds like a get rich quick scheme, and those like are obvious like bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, if, like if that worked, everyone would just do it because there'd be no repercussions. But. If you're just wise enough to not try to get in on the ground floor or something, you watch a lot of like most of the people that got it on the ground floor end up uh, collapsing into a hole that was beneath the ground floor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you you landed the plane on that metaphor. It was a little shaky, but yeah.
1: he got it down. If you
2: if yeah. you
3: walk if you walk away from it, it's a good landing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of pretty shaky, uh, our last abouz bush item for the week. The uh, anus puckering near miss of the uh, couple of of loose missiles may have landed outside of the field of play in the uh, war of Russia v. Ukraine uh, and may have landed in old Poland, uh, which is a NATO country. Uh, Mike, I'll let you fill out the details from there. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, uh, yeah, we had a nice little 12-hour moment yesterday where uh, folks were wondering, is the world going to end? Uh, because uh, a couple Polish people were killed as a result of what appeared to be a Russian rocket uh, straying away from Ukraine and landing in Poland. Um, and I saw all kinds of reactions on Twitter. Um, Article 5 was trending on Twitter. Boy, um, was it.
2: World yeah. War Three was twending?
3: Yeah, yeah twending. Um, I, I saw, again, because QAnon has to make everything about themselves, they were like, oh, what are the odds the World War Three scare event would be happening on today when we all know what's going to happen tonight? And all they're, they're just trying to distract us. And um, so all of this happened. And then, thankfully, uh, it came out that these appear to be um, the debris from Ukrainian counter-missiles they were trying to shoot down the attack. Yep, they were trying to shoot down the uh, the missiles that were being fired at them. And uh, as a result, uh, pretty much everyone's reaction now was like, "Oh, that was that was that was a, it was a terrible thing, but no harm, no foul." Uh, Russia is still to blame for this because Ukraine wouldn't have fired those rockets if they didn't ha- if they weren't trying to shoot down Russian missile attacks but at the end of the day uh we understand that russia wasn't trying to uh, inflame the war and make this bigger than it was so um we get to keep things where they are at the low simmer of just ukraine beating the shit out of russia and and, and like us them.
2: giving even more money and weapons to ukraine yeah. just like oh yeah yeah please, please.
1: Now, here's here's where i reminded the audience that i'm a wild card i'm a loose cannon uh you don't know you don't know if i'm going to zig or zag Uh, And that is when I say, I feel like there's pretty much equal odds that it actually wasn't a Russian rocket, but, like, they were just like, only two people got killed. If it comes out that this is actually a Russian rocket, then, like, it's gonna pop off. Let's just... Like, it was just like, it wasn't intentional, but it did come from Russia. However, that's gonna make this real sticky, so we're just gonna say, yeah, it was a Soviet-era rocket from Ukraine. It's fine. (laughs) Uh...
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that is a plausible thing. That's absolutely, this sort of situation is so delicate that there could be, it could have been a thing where they're like, yeah, um, you know, it was Russian, but we're not going to say it was because we don't want this to get worse than it was. Um, and it also
1: seems like there's no way in hell that even if it was Russian, that it would have been intentional. Russia's not no, just oh, like, I mean, yo, we're going to attack Poland now.
3: <laughs> I mean, hmm. Well, the thing is, is that literally everything I've read about the, the Ukraine-Russia war is that Poland's military is fucking ridiculous right now. And, like, I, I, I've seen things where people were talking like Poland should like, just leave NATO, just take Moscow, and then be like, okay, now I'm back in NATO, because, like, they could basically the Polish military at this moment, especially given what the way Russia has performed right now, Poland could like dog walk Russia if they really wanted to,
2: but. Oh being yeah. Held... In the in the NFL draft of nation's militaries, uh, Russia was highly over-evaluated. <laughs> yes. And, uh...
3: <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what I saying is very possible. Uh, in the, I, I mean, in the movie 13 days, I'm sure you can take like some creative liberties and stuff like that, but it's about the Cuban missile crisis. There is the scene where American planes, after the original discovery of the Russian nuclear missiles in Cuba, they're like, well, we need more planes to fly over and get more photos to really lock this shit down. And there's one scene where they have a couple of planes fly by and the Cubans shoot at the planes and the planes take the photos and they fly away. And then when they get back home, like the pilot gets out and he's looking at the bullet holes in his plane and his commanding officer is like, those are bird strikes. And the guy's like, are they 35-caliber or 45-caliber Bird Strikes? He's going to go, off go, they're Bird Strikes. They're fucking Bird <laughs> Strikes, and that's how this is going to go down. So fuck off if you your smarmy little talk about getting shot at. You did not get shot at.
1: <laughs> bird Strikes. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I just – this is one of those uh, – it's one of like the, the – the, uh, oh, my God, Epstein found dead in his cell. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, I mean – like either way, no harm, no foul. So I don't mind admitting that I have a little tinfoil hat I put on for occasions like this where I'm just like, was it? Yeah. <laughs> either way, positive outcome. I'm like unfortunately two innocent Polish people got killed in a missile strike, but the missile strike did not come from Russia, and therefore their their stupid war against Ukraine has not escalated into actual nuclear World War Three Armageddon.
2: Right. <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs> adjusting my tie (laughs) tugs on collar I I know for a fact that there are I know multiple people that are on exercises in Europe right now like we pull ups yeah (laughs) no they're doing bullet cleaning exercises Uh, but like we're ready to rock and that's nerve wracking
3: yes Th- th- thanks for making that shit dark on us, Sarge. Much appreciated.
1: Yeah. yeah, Way to really spice up the... the That's the, the nature of it.
2: We're not We're here Chris... playing hopscotch. Like, <laughs> this, is Boosh. Boosh. Yeah, this is QAnon. Yeah,
1: the amuse Bush is supposed to be the light, fluffy segment. Here you are trying to Christopher Nolan it, talking about bullet
2: cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna zoom in on the, the uh, Bruce Wayne's mother's pearls. Just watch them shatter again for the millionth time in a movie.
1: And I'll be happy to admit that much like uh, our man, Christopher Nolan, I think the Sarge is wildly overrated. Just so <laughs> overrated. What an overrated guy. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of overrated, so uh, it's time for us to go into our headline news segment. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the most overrated thing there is, American politics.
2: From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news.
1: Shut your gob. We have to talk about election results. Uh, yes. Mike, <laughs> you're, you're, you're the one of us who truly cared about this. Uh, you were very excited going into the election. We're, we're on the other side of it now. So uh, talk us through it, buddy. How'd it go? Uh,
3: well, the big news was we were waiting for uh, the American Southwest to uh, confirm that uh, MAGA had been defeated, and it, it was. Uh, in Nevada, um, the Democrat won. Um Costo, I believe, is her last name. I can never say it right. But, anyways, uh, uh, Laxalt, which is an unbelievably like clunky name. And I apologize. <laughs> that seems like a name you wouldn't want to run with in politics. Laxalt. Sounds like, I don't know, X Lax or something. That guy who apparently everyone in Nevada was like, this, this dude, real bad business. Uh, but he managed to lose the uh, seat for the Republicans. He managed to not uh, un- unseat the Democrat. Uh, it was a little touch and go for a while there, but those evil mail in ballots carried the Democrat to victory yet again. And then, uh, from Nevada, what a surprise! We, yeah, what a shocking surprise! And all those I've, mules, all, all the mules, the, they, they weren't looking in Nevada for the Nevada mules. And, uh, for the record, the Nevada mules are known as the Nevada Culinary Union, which is aggressively Democrat because the Democrats are the party that actually cares about unions, shockingly. And um, the Culinary Union worked very hard to make sure all of their uh, workers voted in drop boxes in the in the mail around Nevada. And then when the call came out for what's called ballot curing, which is basically we checked your signature on your envelope with your signature we had on file. It didn't match or there was something wrong. We need you to verify this really was you. Uh, the process of ballot curing, there were like, I don't know, like 15,000 or so outstanding votes, ballots that need to be cured. The Culinary Union was like, we got in touch with all of our people and we've had like 6,000 ballots cured within 24 hours. They were on it. They were on it to make sure all their workers' (laughs) ballots got counted. So yeah, the the Culinary Union carrying the Democrat over the finish line. Uh, So good on them and uh, unions are a good thing and you should support them. Um, But from there, we go to America's new crazy land, uh, Arizona, where uh, QAnon's greatest hero, their champion, their new god empress, Carrie Lake, was a uh, lot looking so good. And then it stayed that way. She lost. Carrie Lake, enemy of the free people of Middle-earth, was defeated. And, um, this is something that QAnon is not accepting that rigs. Oh stolen. no, they don't like it.
2: They really hate Arizona. Like,
3: uh, I saw some guy, some weepy blubbering white, white ringer say, uh, don't forget what Maricopa County did to us in this election. It's like, yeah, they voted. <laughs> they fucking voted. That's what happened to you. You dumb racist chuds nominated a lady who in front of a got in front of voters and was like, "Hey, any voters, any people here like John McCain?" And some people were like, "Yeah, Arizona's like proud and joy John McCain." And she was like, "Get the fuck out, you pieces of shit! John McCain's a piece of shit, and his version of the Republican Party is dead." And it's like, "Uh, Carrie, you're you're not the governor yet. You, I don't know. There's like 40 people just walked out of the room. Maybe, maybe you wouldn't wanted those 40 votes. Nope, don't want those votes." If you like John McCain, don't vote for me. And this is Arizona, <laughs> the land of John McCain. Fuck him. I mean, just just run I love how
1: Even even I've seen a lot of grouse it on Twitter where people were just like, "Look how popular Karen Lake is on social media. Look how unpopular her opponent is. How is it possible that you could possibly lose? It's crazy. That doesn't make any sense." And it's just like, wow, the conservative party. In America, Republicans—I uh, don't know why I call them the conservative party—Republicans uh, in America really just can't get over the fact that like social media likes do not equal actual votes. That's not yeah, how it have, works. Like our, our, our political frames. system is not American Idol. <laughs> yeah, you can't call
3: twelve times, and you can't unlock the power—the power voter feature—if you pay ten dollars a month or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It, it, oh yeah, the, the, I saw these things. Are like Katie Hobbs has like no followers on social media. When Carrie Lake holds a rally, all these people show up. When Hobbs holds a rally, nobody shows up. And it's like normal people don't need a cult of personality. Normal people just go to the ballot box. They vote against fascism. They go home. They're they don't create an identity and a and a life brand around somebody.
2: It's- also,
1: newsflash Republicans, you don't have to tell me the Democratic candidate was uh boring. I know Democrats are boring. Like I I'm a lefty. Democrats have always been boring. Uh every once in a while you'll get an Obama, but for the most part, they're pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like, just look is, at how
1: excited everybody was as soon as like as as, as, soon as Sleepy Joe had his like uh, dark branded moments when he started oh, yeah. to show a little, started to show a little teeth and actually do some stuff. It was like, oh my god, like what a oh what what's what's going on? Oh, as 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 somebody who leads left in
2: America, I'm not familiar with this. Is this he's, charisma? What's he's happening? Memeing in the ninety eighth percentile. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I, that's the thing is that basically. Uh, that's like kind of Biden's like superpower is that he's milk toast, and that people don't really hate him that much. There was uh, a, a thing I saw about the polling where the people that quote unquote generally disliked vote Biden still voted Democrat on the whole. Like it was a kind of thing where like, yeah, Biden ain't doing that great of a job, but I ain't voting for a fucking fascist. So I mean, it's like, the, there were a lot of people in America who were just like, lesser of two evils sounds good to me. I will do that. I will gladly take the lesser of two evils. If it's between the boring guy who's kind of not getting a lot done and that person who wants to hit me in the head with a baseball bat, I'm going to go with the former. I'm going to take the guy that is not planning on trying to ruin my life. So, yes. Operation Boring Dude, and in this case, Boring Lady, uh, for the win. So uh, <laughs> congratulations, uh, Governor-elect Hobbs. Uh, congratulations, Haley, a.k.a. A- a- Arizona Right Wing Watch, who will not be living in a fascist dystopia uh, in a couple months. Um, the other pivot point from this was the fact that uh, on that ballot was also uh, Mark Fincham, a aggressive election denier that was trying to run for Secretary of State, Pretty much on the platform of if you elect me Secretary of State, Republicans will never lose another election. If I have anything <laughs> yeah, I to say that. about it, yeah. So our boy Mark, uh, yeah. So our boy Finchem, who loved using the uh, the honey badger, that was his very hip and happening uh, handle on social media, was Az Honey Badger on Gab.
1: Uh, he lost B- because it's apparently ten years ago. Yes.
3: <laughs> so he lost, which was great. Um Jim Marchant, who was the uh, the Fincham's version of him in nevada a man who literally on a stage said when i 'm Secretary of State, Donald Trump will win in twenty twenty four in Nevada, just flat out saying we 're gonna <laughs> we 're gonna rig this shit.' Uh, he lost to my boy Cisco, who we've talked about on this podcast many times. Cisco, the the uh, Secretary of State elect of Nevada, who still doesn't have a blue check mark on Twitter. So fuck you, Elon. Uh, he's a kind of elected official at this point. He still doesn't have a check mark. But for eight bucks a month, uh, like uh, any racist, lunatic moron can be quote-unquote certified or not anymore because elon took that away after a minute oh well God. yeah
1: probably probably because a bunch of people started to use it for good it, yes it, pr- provided you think like taking 18 billion dollars off the top of a pharmaceutical corporation is good which i do yeah. swish
2: swish good uh yes. yeah they uh yeah uh, lockheed martin and eli lilly still haven't recovered from that
3: oh <laughs> yep. uh, yeah so um Basically, uh, Juan O'Savin, who we, I've talked about before, he was the one who encouraged all of these grifters to run for Secretary of State in an effort to sabotage elections in America. His entire slate of shit weasels lost. I believe uh, – I think someone said maybe one person tangibly related to him won, but they're in a blood-red state, so it really kind of doesn't matter. All the states where they were trying to fuck with, they lost. And so uh QAnon's power at the ballot box was uh not great. It was it was actually weak and feeble, which is uh wonderful. So that was yeah, all around a great success. You'll love uh, to see it. Yep. Yeah, if you're in Georgia, please work for Warnock. Herschel Walker is awful and bad and terrible, and uh he needs to lose the runoff because that would be super lame to have basically just a CTE ridden uh violent lunatic who oh. who has to ha- who has to have a handler. Someone pointed this out and I and it made me laugh and I referenced uh, how wrestlers who can't talk need managers to get them through that section of the world in in the wrestling business. But Herschel Walker's on Fox News and he always has a republican with him that is, as his hype man. It's like now we're joined by Herschel Walker and Ted Cruz or Lindsey Graham or some other republican who can handle 90% of the talking here
2: and then we'll throw Push a button to kill Herschel's mic. Yeah,
3: like, right. And, and then at the very end, they're like, Herschel, now say your two lines you're supposed to say. And then Herschel says them. They're like, yes, he did it. Interview nailed. It's
0: just like, oh my
1: God. No way. He's just like, Kanye was right that he's mouthing other stuff, but his mic has been cut immediately. <laughs> yeah. So he just can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> he does at one point start extending uh, his arm at like a 45 degree angle with his palm down. It's, but I mean, it could be anything. You can't hear yeah. what he's saying, so right, exactly. Who knows what that means?
3: Yep, yeah, could be anything. Could be anything.
1: <laughs> he's 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 like clicking his heels together and standing very straight. But you're like, maybe he's just trying to go home. Yeah, maybe
2: he's he's doing. Maybe he's Dorothy. Called. He's in a flashback. He's doing play calls.
1: Yes, he, he's
3: wait. He's waiting to carry the rock for another tutty for the Bulldogs, which is why he got forty nine percent of the vote in Georgia. <laughs> Come on, people! Please, do not vote uh, yeah, on. I'm
2: really hoping with no one else on the ballot since it's a runoff that it, uh, really hoping it goes the way it's supposed to, and that right. Marshall Walker does not become He'll become impo- a fucking senator. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so remember, if you're if you're listening to this in Georgia, make sure to vote in the R U N N O F T.
2: That's an Oh Brother Where Art Thou reference, you Philistines. <laughs> How's the how's the house going? I know it wasn't looking super hot. Um,
3: well, basically at this point, it looks like Republicans are going to have somewhere between a 3 and 5 seat majority when California's done counting.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: There is all like the, the, the chaos this is potentially going to cause is so overwhelming. Uh nobody knows shit because
0: Mother's Day is around the corner.
3: The idea, everyone basically hates McCarthy. The, the If you listen to any uh, knuckle-dragging, fire-breathing, QAnon-believing maniac on the Internet, they hate McCarthy. They don't want him to be the Speaker. But exactly who could get the votes for the Speakership is really up to debate in the Republican caucus. And it's just like, if uh, Kitzinger, the guy who's on the 1-6 committee who didn't get booted out the way Liz Cheney did, Uh, If like, if there are enough Republicans that want to like fuck with the Republicans and create like the independent Republican caucus, um, something could happen where something weird could could go down. Um, Basically, New York has been a Democrat supermajority for forever, but then at one point uh, for a period of time. A bunch of Democrats formed the independent Democrat caucus and caucus for the Republicans and gave them control of the Republican Senate. <laughs> and it was just giant mess. It was this huge shit show. And uh Cuomo allowed that shit to happen because he basically didn't want to govern as a fire-breathing lib. He just wanted to be the governor of New York for a long time, then run for president under a like a mantra of like centrism, boringness, milk toast. Cuomo president. Yeah. And Smart. And he, yeah. Then he became, then he became a sexual harassing sex pest and got kicked out of office. So all that shit went down the tubes. And shockingly, the people of New York who are liberal were like, fuck the independent Democrat caucus. And they kicked them all out. They all, all of them lost to regular Democrats and they were removed from power. So, but like something like that could happen nationally, but we'll see. I mean, it's going to be really interesting if, like, say, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, who appears to probably maybe have barely won her plus eight Republican districts. Congratulations on that. Lauren Boebert, the plucky underdog, managing to overcome and stick to victory. But if, like, some populations Elizabeth. You know, you're Right. You're like, if, if those clowns imagine, like, a few of these clowns just saying, hey, if uh, every Republican in the House doesn't endorse Trump's run for president, we're just going to abstain or we're going to vote for Pelosi or whatever. Like, like shit could go real bad for the Republicans here. Even with them winning the House, it, they're going to be hurting cats. It's going to be almost impossible for them to actually do anything. I mean, they can't pass any bills without the Senate appro- approving it. And the Senate will be in Democrat hands, but yeah, it's going to be a bigger clown show than usual in the House. And I'm sure... That uh, given what we're going to be talking about in a minute with someone jumping into the presidential field, uh, I'm sure they're not exactly thrilled at the Who idea. could of it whole- be? They have to be super worried they're going to lose the House right back in 2024. They have to be not happy about what's going on right
1: now. No way. They're they're fired up because the the ringleader of the circus has re- re-emerged and it's time to make, make America great again, again. Donald Trump has officially announced his intention to run for president of the United States in 2024. Imagine, and twenty four. Imagine, it looks the, like he managed the, the nomination.
2: We can't afford of him like <laughs> entering the ring. Yeah,
1: well, uh, based on his physique, for him, he would require uh, a, a real jumbotron. You see what <laughs> I mean?
2: The low hanging fruit's the best.
1: Yes. Yeah, the ju- the juiciest fruit hangs the lowest, and it is known that <laughs> Donald Trump looks like Humpty Dumpty.
2: <laughs> Hell, yeah, that was he has the body of Tom Brady, according to that one doctor who from the Navy, who's not a doctor for the Navy anymore.
3: He's a congressman. That guy's in Congress now. That fucking nut. Uh, it's great. It's awesome. the 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 merits of American democracy writ large. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure he's probably also got a mansion, like a $3 million mansion where he just has sex with his boyfriend. <laughs> underwear <laughs> model boyfriend. Yeah, hey. dude, you, get, you can pull when you've got, when you've got shady quack doctor buddy, like quack politician doctor buddy. you
2: can do a lot of weird stuff with underwear models.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, he
2: gets into a lot of hammer play. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Stop. Oh, you. Um. Yeah, why, why would people want to bone while dressed like MC Hammer? That's so weird.
3: Yes. <laughs> I mean, hey, he even says you can't touch this. It's all about abstaining. It's all about keeping yourself pure for Jesus. So.
1: Maybe it's like a mutual masturbation thing. You can't touch this. It's time only for I, our only pod I within touch a,
2: this. MC Hammer pod within a pod. I hammer in the morning. You're only allowed to listen to our MC Hammer pod within a pod in the morning. If it's not the morning, stop listening. Just stop altogether, delete this podcast. Do not listen any further. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're talking about the pilot episode of the MC Hammer cartoon, where he had magic talking shoes. Okay, shut up. We're talking about Donald Trump.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so our boy Donald Trump uh, declared that he's running for president again in 2024, which... um, I have posted a thread on this on Twitter, but it, you you, Joe Sixpack and Judy Punch are probably thinking to yourselves, well, QAnon's got to be super pumped about this. He did it. Our boy's going to be back at the White House any day now. And by any, by any day now, I mean on January uh, 20th, 2025, at the absolute earliest. But at least he's going to own some libs before then. Uh, QAnon is actually furious. Um, basically, they wanted Trump to expose the election fraud in 2020 election fraud in 2022 uh, he did none of this uh he's just running for president sure and didn't. a lot of a lot of QAnon. Uh, and the thing is the rank and file are furious the people that follow this shit and reply to all the grifters who are the ones making the sub stacks and doing all the content creation and all that kind of stuff the rank and file are just like what the fuck i've got to wait two more years for the payoff like, this is ridiculous. This is unacceptable. Like, the way QAnon has always worked is just move the goalposts out another month, another two months, a couple more weeks, whatever. But you just lead, along, lead them along with the carrot for a little while. When you have Donald Trump, who's the public face of the movement and the leader who's not the leader, come out and say, okay, everybody, wait two more years and then we can make America great again. That was no bueno. That was aggressively no bueno. And last Well yeah,
1: it's yeah. it's sort of hard to stick to your guns about how you're secretly still the president of the United States when you're running for reelection as president of the United <laughs> States. Yeah, oh yeah,
3: that, that that's been another thing that's really important is that the devolution bullshit that they've been peddling for so long. Uh, a lot of people are now like, what the fuck? He's still the, he's supposed to be the president right now, but now he's going to run for president. He's admitting he's not the president. This is bullshit. Uh, I have not seen anything from Patel Patriot, the guy that popularized the devolution nonsense. And, um, basically that stuff, uh, he, the people trying to round peg square hole the devolution stuff. They're now in a world of shit because they know that there's nothing there anymore. They know that Trump isn't going to secretly become the president tomorrow or anything like that. And trying to justify why you need to keep giving them money is going to be a bit of a pickle. I saw one. <laughs> I saw one guy today being like. Trump declaring he's running for president gives the military the necessary distance so when they execute devolution in two or three months, everything's going to work out great. And I was like, oh, my God, what a champ this guy is. Like, Trump extends the goalposts out to two years, and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. Let me rein those goalposts back in two or three months. Are we happy? Are we happy now, QAnon? Can you hold out two or three more months? Because I'm going to have to give you these bite-sized installments of goalpost extending until we get to two years. And of course, the other big problem that everyone's having about this announcement was the fact that um, Republicans have lost three straight elections under Trump. They lost the House in 18. They lost everything in 2020. They did not win back the Senate, which they were supposed to in 2022. And so a lot of QAnon is thinking to themselves, maybe this guy can't beat the voter fraud. Maybe they're just going to. Maybe he
1: is just a career loser. Maybe he's just a sad sack old
2: man. (laughs) Maybe he gets ahead and then everything falls apart. Like he uses what he has, leverages, gets in somewhere he doesn't belong and then everything falls apart. Like it, Yeah, it
3: it is it, it's it's really funny. The grifter class, I mean the, the there were some, there are some who are trying to stick to their guns and being mad, but the vast majority of them are try, are telling their audience to suck it up, buttercup and i just don't know how much that's going to work. They're they're going to lose followers as a result of this. Like the the movement will be weakened somewhat by this. It's not going to go away, it's not going to stop, but there are plenty of people who are going to just throw up their hands and be like, "You know what? I'm out. I'm done. I can't I can't deal with this shit anymore because Trump isn't taking this seriously enough. He's not president, he's not clicking his heels and becoming the president again through the magic pixie dust I've been promised he could use up to this point. So all of that is really uh, causing a lot of hurt feelings in the movement, which is awesome. It's awesome to watch and it's thrilling to see. And the other thing that's really interesting is that Fox News has made it clear they're they're not in for this. The, Trump is not their boy. Um, they cut away from his speech after a half hour. I don't think any major network carried the whole speech. Like after a half hour, everyone was like, okay, Donnie Two Scoops has said his piece. We're moving on here. And um, the New York Post, which is one of Murdoch's flagship tabloids in America, the New York Post ran a headline of just like street crime in New York being that the headline was like a tragedy in New York that a three-year-old child had been wounded in in a shooting. They were an accidental victim of a stray bullet. At the bottom of the uh, front page of the New York Post, it read, Florida man makes announcement. Page yeah. 28. <laughs> like I saw that. Uh, 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 the, the The front page of the New York Post was, fuck you, Trump. I, Rupert Murdoch, am not backing your play. You can piss up a rope. So it's going to be very interesting to see Fox News putting its thumb on the scale for DeSantis and what he does. And again, Yo know, Ron, if you don't run now, you will. I don't think you I don't think you can win now. But I promise you, you could not win in four years. You will be yesterday's news in four years. The world moves very fast.
1: And- also, yeah. su- surprisingly, we've got this far talking about it without mentioning that Trump's priority in running for re-election is probably to avoid all of this litigation against him. Like he's just <laughs> trying to delay and slash avoid <laughs> prosecution, like. By running for presidency again.
2: Yeah, he again, keeps...
1: Against the wishes of, like, a
2: bunch of people. He keeps dodging his tax returns being put before Congress, but you can only delay that so long. Like, they they keep saying, no, give them over, and then he finds some other dodge, but he's going to run out at some point.
3: Yeah, and, and I mean, the, the New York already has his tax returns. Congress will get them at some point, and he can be he thinks that running for president gives him special immunity it doesn't he can still be indicted that it's not a shield and i do think he will be indicted uh, probably either at the end of this year or in, in 2023 and then that's going to be a whole kettle of fish that's going to be quite the mess and trying to see him escape all of that is going to be very interesting it's going to be a lot of uh A lot of fun dealing with indicted uh, former President Trump um, trying to win the nomination for the Republican Party. I just, I really wonder if any of these Republicans have the nerve to actually go after him. Because in 2016, they were all just sort of like, ah, he'll implode any day now. He's a sideshow. He's a comedy. I'll just be nice to him so that I don't alienate his voters. And then, oh <laughs> shit, he won. Fuck. What am I going to do now? I'm just going to be Ted Cruz and just
2: suck for the rest of my life. Oh, just carry water for this man yeah. that called... Yeah, called... Quick, get, get to
1: bootlicking or yeah. do the, the, the McCain route and uh, actually stand up against him and get kicked out of your party or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. McCain stood up to him because he was dying. He's like, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the check very soon. I don't have to kiss your ass. <laughs> the, the, the cold embrace of Obliv- oblivion is quite
1: liberating in this situation. Get bet Donnie. Well, yeah, but then his daughter also carried the torch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also, uh, the, the McCain family was just like, hey, fuck you, Donald Trump. And he was yeah. just like, okay, well, good goods, I demand that you punish them. And indeed they did. What if they <laughs> being the Grim Reaper, which is like, wow, I didn't know that you were on Donald Trump's payroll. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a Clinton thing. Yes. Yeah. Bazinga. Yeah. Uh okay, we have uh <laughs> we we have one more stupid fuck cloud to talk about uh this week before we get to our wonderful mailbag. And that is of course the best boss on the planet, CEO Elon Musk. Uh CEO of Twitter, Elon Musk uh is back in the news, of course, because he uh just refuses to shut up. He he bought he, he bought Twitter for 44 billion dollars to try to get people to stop bullying him and the bullying has only increased. So uh, good for him, Mike. What's going on with Elon Musk this week? That's right. I put a G on the end of it. His, his elongated Musk.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, the first thing that he did was he made an announcement that he was getting rid of all the microservices that were just bloatware that were doing nothing to help Twitter uh, at all. Yeah. At which point, people started pointing out, if, hey, if you use two-factor identification, do not log out. You you will lose your account for forever if you do so. Because one of the microservices Elon got rid of was verification for your two-factor ID. So if I ever accidentally log out of my account on Twitter, uh, it will be lost. I'll be locked. I will be fucked because I had two-factor identification. Because obviously I thought some QAnon idiots would try to fucking fuck with my account. So, oh yeah,
1: I I haven't heard of this. I didn't know this was happening. Uh, so this is genuine news to me. And I too use two-factor authentication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yep. and, and currently I think that I'm only logged in on my mobile device. So I believe that like, I not only... Am I not only can I never log out of my account, I think that I can only ever be logged in on my mobile device currently. (laughs)
2: Yeah. I mean, losing my two factor initially when I change phones is what lost me my original Sarge uh, Twitter account because I just never tried to recover that. And now it's just like, why bother? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: you were just ahead of the game because you knew that Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter and it was going to turn into a giant flaming crater.
3: Uh, On top of that, uh, right now, uh, Elon is currently uh, being deposed, and he said that his uh, FTC consent decree that was made with Twitter is no longer valid because an agreement made under duress is not uh, binding. And people are now on Twitter saying, what about your statement that everyone who wants to work for Twitter has to be extremely hardcore, or they can be shown the door with a severance package, like effective like, Monday or some shit. Like, basically, Elon's entire existence on Twitter is putting his staff under duress and making them make decisions if they want to work for a a, a psychopath or not. So, uh, yeah, everything's going great. I've seen a bunch of people talking about how there's so many different things that could fall apart on Twitter any moment now that the site is probably unstable and is almost assuredly going to be unusable within a month or so. So... Everything's going great. Elon's doing a bang-up job. There's, there's no better way to throw forty-four billion dollars into a fireplace and just warm your hands with it. Uh,
1: yeah. If, if you're the guy who like who started Mastodon, you've just got to be like, like crying Holy with a smile shit. on your face right now. Just oh. <laughs> it's just, it's just just sobbing because you're under so much stress trying to expand way faster than you were ready for, but also with like a huge boner. Because it's yeah. like suddenly it's suddenly, everybody needed another option that wasn't just
2: already claimed by racists, yeah, t- yeah, Macedon and Tumblr had to just be like, "Oh my God, thank you, I must burn it down faster, yeah,
1: of the two I, of the two i'd I'd rather give Macedon a shot just because like I'm not horny enough for Tumblr. Mm-hmm, Especially mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Now, now that now that Bob's peen and vagine can be back on the Tumblr, I'm sure that I'm not horny enough for it. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have a persona. I like Pokemon for the actual gameplay and not because I want to come in them. Like <laughs> I'm just a regular guy, so Tumblr's not for me. <laughs> and I get it.
3: <sighs> yeah, uh, I just checked Tesla's stock for the year. It is down over fifty percent. So nice. good yeah, for him. It, Yep. Started the year almost $400. Now 187 So yes, our, our genius man baby of a social media mogul is doing a bang up job everywhere. All of his businesses working as intended.
1: When I think of the people that are harmed by the collapse of a crypto exchange or by Tesla losing half of its value, it really makes me smile. it's just like it's so hard to feel bad for the people that are actually impacted by that like you know i guess out there there's probably some innocent guy who just like really believed in crypto he's just a regular dude he's not particularly toxic or anything he's got like family invested heavily in crypto now he's now he's destitute and i feel for that particular segment but all the crypto bros on the internet that talk about crypto, I'm happy that they're losing everything. If you were big into your Tesla stock because you thought Elon Musk was great, then guess what? I'm very happy that your money is worth half as much now. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. All of it. I mean, the, the Elon cult is one of the weirdest cults. This guy is just a dude. I mean, if you read the if you read basically of why Tesla's so rich, it was mostly just government credits that other car companies bought from him so they could continue to make um, gas-based cars. And now the entire industry is going hybrid or electric. So it's not like Tesla can corner the market on that shit. I mean, Tesla can corner the market on cars that will turn on their autopilot and start murdering people. But um, most of the other... Car makers don't want to be part of that segment. They're like, yeah, our cars being associated with murder or spontaneously bursting into flames. Yeah, Elon can have that. He, that section he can corner. He can corner that part of the market. No harm, no foul. But uh, the electric car... And the, the, the people
1: to- that like the people that jump into lead to to like leap to his defense. Uh, I, they, they're never just like. Yeah, like maybe he's taking a bunch of L's now, and he's kind of a crazy person. But like every once in a while, he has like a good idea. So like I'm just gonna try to stick by him. They're always just like, "What L's? Elon's not taking any L's." Like he's just he's just he's crushing it. Like Elon's just doing great. Like everything about him is like you just can't see the genius in his strategy. It's the same thing as QAnon. It's like it's like exactly the same mindset. They're just like, no, he's incredible. Like you just you just don't know like you can't your brain is too it's, feeble you it's you don't understand the chess
2: thing like
3: right he's... oh god if only you could understand the brilliance of the plan and it's like no there is no mm. plan you just fucking No, I, I feel like I got it. I
2: feel like I got the plan.
3: Yeah, I figured it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I feel like Elon Musk wanted uh, he was just like, "Hey, I'm going to fight this fight for free speech because I'm a goober." And then uh, once he caught the car, the dog that he is, he was just like, "Well, now what the fuck do I do with it?" And he settled on just trying to make himself look hard by being a troll on the platform that he bought. Uh, but that instead just makes him look like this weak little baby man because he like bought. he's essentially he's like he's like he Montana Max from Tiny Toons. He just like bought the playground Yosemite and was- Sam. I was just no, there, no. like kicking people off of it. No, the Body Max, right? That was that kid's yeah. name. He was the yes, rich was. oh from
2: Tiny Toons. Oh. Yes, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. He's just he's just like some, some some rich goober baby who bought the playground, and now he's just like now I own the playground, and I get to decide how people play on it. It's just like okay, well, that just you just look mad, weak, and lame, dude. Like nobody gives a shit. You also, understand? nobody nobody's like in love enough with Twitter that they won't just go wherever else is like popular you know most people that have twitter accounts already have instagram accounts and they'll happily
2: just move their twitter account to the next most popular place it doesn't matter elon for the millionth time we're not locked in here with you you're locked in here with us yeah and we can leave whenever we want so yeah Yeah. (laughs) and also for
1: the last time but not really your penis is deformed and if you Mm -hmm. want me to stop talking about how deformed your penises you have to pay me one million united states dollars yes (laughs) yes
2: <laughs> did we ever get an actual report on the true nature of his uh deformed mushroom penis no
1: but if, but if grimes is listening uh first of all fuck you why would you spend time with elon musk but because you have and you've received him several times uh you uh, like call into the show one of these days to describe it for us i'd love en- to know i'd love to, to know what it is star with scream. Yeah. no, no um, way, oh man i wish their names for their children were as cool as starscream at least then you could pronounce it it's all it's all like you know they they they, they sound like fucking pledge houses on, on campuses it's like this is my baby phi theta alpha data it's like okay <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just like wow this is what happens when two tryhards find each other in the world now we're gonna try extra hard by ruining our baby preemptively
2: this is what happens when two people get enough money that no one is just like, no, stop it, and slaps their hand away. Just like,
1: no. Can you imagine being the type of person who is charmed by Elon Musk when you meet them in person? Because in theory, that's what happened to Grimes, right? She like met Elon Musk in person when she was like 22 or whatever, and he was like 40. Yeah. I have no idea what their actual ages are, so who cares? Uh, yeah. But and, and she was just like, my God. Like you are enchanting, I would, I would love to do a relationship and have children with you. And it's just like, do How? a relationship, <laughs> and it's yeah. like, what is going on? How is that possible? Did, did he just show up? And he's just, she's just like, wow, that's a very unique outfit you're wearing. And he's like, thanks. It's a plexiglass cube filled with one billion dollars. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh. Uh Elon has also today stated that at some point in the near future he will hand off the reins of Twitter to somebody else and make them the CEO of Twitter. Which, yeah, that sounds like a real fucking great job when you where Elon's your boss and you're the one who gets blamed for Twitter going into the fucking fireplace. I mean, oh my god.
1: just <laughs> so somebody is like, I'm gonna I'm gonna come into the your room and we're gonna smash all of your toys and then I'm gonna elect you like I'm gonna elevate you to the position of head of toys. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Enjoy, enjoy the thing I've given you to oversee. It's yeah. all fucked.
2: Yeah, it's just that that scene at the end of that early Rick and Morty episode where Rick's just walking out of the business he made and lights it on fire. I'm bored now, and it's just like eh, you're in charge. Like it, it's just that. Like he he's just pouring gas and walking out the door, and it's like uh, you, you're in charge. <laughs> uh no thanks hard pass i i
1: hope he just somehow manages to, to burn through like his entire fortune like with, with petty shit like this and then eventually when we're talking about him it's like man remember when elon musk was like the world's richest man and now he's only worth like 20 million dollars or whatever so he's still rich but now but like you know now he's not like fucking buy a twitter rich and we'll just yell at him and make fun of him and still demand a million dollars from him how about one-twentieth of your net
2: worth, just I'm talking yes. about your mouth weren't bean. I, I just want him to be poor enough that I can throw literal rotten tomatoes at him and not be buried in a jail for forever.
3: Maybe. Oh, dare to dream, Sarge. Dare to dream.
2: Did you Did you hear about that That guy that threw the beer at Ted Cruz? His legal defense was, I thought he'd catch it and chug it. So he's going, he's going with the, I thought he could hang defense. And <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that's awesome. I believe him, like, but also we know Ted they're, try, they're trying to
1: hang. Tr- trick Ted Cruz's attorney into just being like, Your Honor, it's obvious that my client is a weak and ineffectual man that could never chug a beer. He could never hang. <laughs> <laughs> my,
3: my client ha- does not have the manual dexterity to catch a cup of beer and then consume it. Impossible. No reasonable person could think that this act had to be malicious.
1: I, I would like know. to. I would like to pres- introduce into evidence. The people's number thirty six. It's a printout of every Twitter mention of the phrase "Cancun Cruz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he ran t- away t- from, t- from the just weather. Just like I,
1: I object. I don't want you to do that. Don't do that, <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
1: Mr. Cruz. You're not allowed to object. You're not a lawyer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we've talked about uh we've talked about stupid dumbfuck uh rich white idiots for long enough. Let's get to our wonderful mailbag.
2: Our listeners got questions, we got answers. It's time for Q and A. First off is
3: Cleodora Silvestre, the Hellworld Grand Inquisitor, who says, with the upcoming Trump versus DeSantis Rumble about to rock the very foundations of the GOP, give us your best wrestling title fight championship promotion. Um the thing, is, uh, the, 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 my question on that is basically: Do you want this to be like a video package where we have like both Trump and DeSantis like basically yelling and screaming? Is it just like an in-ring promo where Trump and DeSantis are working the mic, yelling at each other? I just I want to know what kind of promotion we're doing to build this heavyweight tilt, and I do mean that literally because they're both fat. Boom! Take that, both of you. You're you're chubby men running for president. And that means the American public can talk about your weight and insult you for it. Um, but I mean, the thing is, is that Trump is the guy who literally just cuts WWE promos. I mean, he is just the, if, in the, in a Republican's eyes, he's like the cool heel, the, the bad guy that says things that speaks the truth and talks truth to power. When to the rest of America, he's just the villainous shit weasel heel. Who's a scumbag that everyone hates. <laughs> Whereas DeSantis is a pale imitation of him. One of the funniest things about DeSantis, and people have, these videos are everywhere, he copies all of Trump's mannerisms, all of his hand gestures, all of his pointing, everything he does. DeSantis has turned himself into a mini-me of Trump, which is a really bad idea when you have to run against Trump in order to become president. I mean, DeSantis' whole mindset up to this point was just sort of, well, hopefully Trump will get convicted of a crime or die. Otherwise, I'm fucked. And now the Republican party's like, "No, no, Ron, you can do it. You you can beat the big dog. You can defeat him." And it's and Ron's like, "Can I really? Do you really think I can?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then they're like, "No, he actually can't. We've we're seeing where this is going. Ron Ron's a big fucking coward." So, I mean, Ron really wants to be president, but he doesn't want to put in the work or make to take the risks necessary to become president. So, I mean, I just don't see it for him, but, uh, I would say that once Ron declares then we'll have like a better like you can do like the slice and dice of like the two campaign introductions or Trump talking about murdering drug dealers and DeSantis talking about fucking up he, in his victory speech in uh, on the on the, in the midterms he was like Florida is where woke goes to die which I mean yeah, that just carried him Pennsylvania I mean all the swing states were like yeah we hate woke that's a thing I care about when I wake up in the morning. It's like, Jesus Christ, these people care about such childish fucking shit. It's so bizarre. It's just this alternate reality that these people live in.
1: My pitch for the, the the promo for the match this December: Dismember to remember an America's member. It's time for some Florida man on man. Desantis Trump bully Marlar going where no man has gone before. Boom. Now that so clip we
2: put on they're going to fight on mar Marlargo, and then they're going to dig up Ivanka, and she won't be in the coffin. And then the winner will throw the loser in Ivanka's empty coffin, and will probably show up again like a month later. I don't remember how. Well, how long well, the that thing, took. well,
3: the thing is, is that you open Ivanka's coffin, and then there are more to class, There are more documents, documents. Yeah, there's more documents it. in there. And, th- and then, that's the thing, it's like, DeSantis, Trump's bleeding, he's beaten up, he's laying next to where her coffin is, and DeSantis is like, that's it, Trump, now I'm going to throw you in here, and I'm going to put you in the ground, and he, he opens the coffin, and suddenly it's just full of documents, and he's like, what the fuck, and then DeSantis and all his goons try to get all the documents out of the coffin, and then Trump rallies and hits him with a shovel, dumps him in the coffin, and dumps him in the ground, and he wins the match, and MAGA all cheer and celebrate, and they play Kurt Angle's music. Although the crowd doesn't understand that when you can't use suck, it's endearing and all that <laughs> stuff. So I, I can see that. I can see this all working out. You can definitely script the DeSantis Trump wrestling match because they're clowns. And this is such a bad. DeSantis is what uh, I, I propose
1: a on. tag team match of Trump and DeSantis versus Doink and Dank.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is uh, the level of respect they deserve, to fight mid-card clowns in, in, a, in a wrestling ring. That's exactly right.
1: Okay, so, well, I feel like that gave us our uh, our quota of obscure wrestling reference for the week. Yes. You, you would think, listening to the show, that I'm a huge wrestling fan. When I, just, I, just, I don't give a fuck about wrestling. <laughs> it's really funny.
3: Uh, Snorlax CPAP says, uh, "Having my partner's family over for Thanksgiving, trying to cook something so offensive to norms, oddball, they won't want to come back next year. Any suggestions? Crickets. Yeah, bugs. Bugs will definitely work. Um,
1: yeah, I mean the the problem is that like you're you're looking for something oddball that they're also going to hate." <laughs> so, in terms of, like I don't really have like a deep well of recipes for food that I think like totally suck balls and that everyone universally agrees sucks. <laughs> so, like, it'd be a really thing to have like a mental note of to just be like, ah, yes, this dish is universally terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I I guess I could just lead into the the caucasity of it and just tell tell you to offend them with a food that is otherwise delicious, like you know, like Indian food. Serve them like a vindaloo or whatever if they're if the, if they've got the Caucasity where that will ward them off like a like a vampire to garlic, uh, because you know vind- vindaloo is notoriously kind of spicy, uh, especially if you will find a place that will make it authentically spicy or homeland spicy as people have referred to it around me. Even mm-hmm. though it still sounds kind of racist in my mouth, I'm told yeah. that it's not. Yeah. So I hope that's true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's one of those soft. Uh, racist things, where as long as you don't use it in a racist way, I think that one's okay.
1: Yeah, like, like the like the word Jew. <laughs> s- somehow context matters. Like, yeah, it's an incredibly special word where context is like singularly important to it. Like it's like it's a real spicy one, which is why, like for the most part, I've just defaulted to saying people of Jewish faith, which is like really cumbersome at the mouth, but definitely it like would be really hard to confuse as being anything other than, like, really intentionally trying to be cool. Like, I'm just like, I don't want there to be any miscommunication here. Right, exactly. (laughs) I don't want to out-of-context soundbite about the thing that I'm about to say. Yes.
3: (laughs) Uh, So up next is uh, Frosty, who asks, hopping once again to the other side to ask you guys about Marvel Snap, what decks are you running?
2: Um... I am in a weird spot where I'm like halfway through pool three. I am currently trying out a French Marvel snap. YouTuber has put out this, uh, movement deck. So I've been playing that and it has a dagger and Heimdall obviously, but, uh, also Spider-Man, Miles Morales. So I've been trying out movement, And I was playing an anti-meta deck, but uh, from what I've been reading, the meta has been super shaken up. So that deck, like, quickly was seeing results and then sucked real hard. But, yeah, uh, movement and every now and again kazoo, but uh, with Patriot.
3: Yeah, I, I, right now, uh, I've just started Pool 3, so I'm basically running my Pool 2 deck and just not touching Pool 3 cards until I get enough. Um, my deck is called the Odin Sleep, uh, and it's just all about the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, guessing where people are going to play their cards, then smashing them, and then on turn 6, dropping Odin to either retrigger Jubilee, Spider-Woman, or uh, any of the guardians, especially Gamora. Double, double procs. Gamora is GG. So that's pretty much what I've been running for the past like three days. Oh, I'm, all, and, I'm all...
2: uh, sorry. Go
1: ahead. Oh, uh, yours, yours is going to be more crowd pleasing to people playing Pokemon or Pokemon Snap, playing Marvel Snap than mine, because I got bored with the game and stopped playing it pretty much immediately because mm-hmm. I, I don't like the way that you unlock the cards like set by set so you have to play several matches with like the same deck essentially
3: yeah oh yeah i i mean that's the thing is like you you can make like a bunch of pool one decks and a bunch of pool two decks i <sighs> me settling on a deck is very tough for me because i just get metagamed so hard almost all my decks start like scrubbing but like the the odin well, yeah decks that's
1: what i'm saying is like the, the the way that they the way they do their card releasing it just seems like the meta is going to be solved immediately if there's like an uh, like because it seems like there's a pretty big player base. Like all the all the cards in like the in the manner you in which you unlock them is like or the 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 sequence in which you unlock them is like known. So like it doesn't seem like it's going to take very long for people to just be like, okay, here's the here's the best deck or two from each set, and if you're playing anything else, like what do you want about? <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, I can see that. I can absolutely yeah. see that. So,
2: yeah, uh, I'm two cards off the uh like. One of the the high in the meta decks, the discard deck. Uh, but I do not have Moon Knight, and I do not have Dracula. But I have all the other cards in the like current discard deck. Uh, so I'm running a less than optimal build of it. And uh, But everybody assures me Ghost Rider is good, but by God, my discard cards are like laser-focused on discarding my Ghost Rider. So... Uh, that, that deck has been uh, less than fun yeah
3: well they're getting they're coming out with the tokens to let you buy specific cards you need yeah. soon and that will be that, that will be much appreciated.
2: yeah they say before the end of the year they're gonna do Good. that and they'll they'll backfill if you were supposed to earn tokens they'll give you those uh, I did unlock they added titles and I love unlocking a title instead of a card but I did unlock the title. Balling out of control, so uh, I don't care what other titles I unlock. It's it's locked on that for for forever. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> if you're playing Marvel Snap and you see someone balling out of control, it might be me.
3: Is does that allow? Does that give you the avatar of Venom aggressively dunking on Spider-Man? Because it absolutely should.
2: <laughs> no, I, I mean they should come with avatar, like the the framed avatars. Uh, Currently, I have, I am not excited about these, but I have the titles of Professor X's Best Friend, which, uh, that one's weird and creepy, and uh, Really, Really Hot. Like, these are, they're like, we added titles, and it's like, go fuck yourself. Just (laughs) give give me Mystique. I just want competitive cards. I don't want dumb titles.
3: Yeah, I know, no shit.
2: Ugh. So there you go. Okay. Movement and bad discard.
3: Yes. Uh and for me, just playing Odin. Odin's the best. Um, Eric Hayden asks, What is the spin regarding Lake Sloth in Arizona? Stolen, rigged, just exactly what you would expect. Uh, there's really they don't, they're not very creative, these people. Um, what what is funny is that so many people are invested in her, like uh true the vote, Greg Phillips. Hmm. Steve Bannon, all these people who are like the people that are actually on social media, actually in the theater of grifting in public. And they're all just pissing and moaning. They're all just like, oh, this was stolen. It was obvious. It was rigged. And it's like, I I thought you guys made a movie and and you caught the mules and you were going to save the world. Like, what happened? How did we still lose if we had Greg Phillips and his giant beard on our side? How could we possibly have failed? I don't understand it. How could this world be so cruel? And uh, yeah, so it's exactly what you would have thought it was. And it's uh, just—it's it, just reruns. It's just the same shit that Trump said. It, it, they're just—they're never gonna—they're never gonna lose an election fair in their lives. Every election they lose is rigged.
2: Yeah, it's been going that way for quite a while now. <sighs>
1: Okay, crush that one. I mean, I don't really have a lot of input on this
2: this particular
1: topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: Oh, and uh, so uh, basically we have a few questions like people asking about Trump DeSantis and that stuff. If you're asking us questions that are going to probably get answered in the show, uh, they're probably going to get answered in the show. So it'd be better to just ask us, ask a deep cut Q stuff for me, or ask irreverent stuff outside of that sphere, so that all three of us can jump in. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it yes. does
1: feel a little bad when we have a bunch of questions that don't really get asked because we've already just covered it as part of our general like headline topics, right? And we don't want people uh, to feel left out, so yes, you know, just. Uh, but we also don't want to take the blame for that ourselves, so we are blaming you. Uh, so do <laughs> yeah. better. Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> Uh from Buffalo says, will this be your final quotes episode of the pod? Uh, the reason why he asked this was because uh, someone posted a thing about how the 2022 election fraud was the final brackets question mark trap for the deep state to fall into. Where they were, like, super confident that, like, this was it. This was the last trap we needed to catch them in before we could defeat them. But then they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe it won't be the final one. Maybe we're going to need more traps. So I better leave myself it out. So they put a question inside a parentheses in order to be like, okay, I, I didn't mean that it was the final, final trap. It was just the sort of final trap. So... Uh, the podcast will endure uh, for, uh, for forever, for, inter- for six seasons in a movie or whatever they say. Yeah. So, But yeah, I just, it just goes to show you the goalpost moving. It just goes to show you the hope, despair cycle of QAnon. We're like, we got them now. This is it. Now they can't get away. And then a month later, it's like, oh, well, they got away, but we can't quit now because they're the bad guys and we're the good guys and good guys never quit. And then a month later, they're like, ah, now we got him. And then a month later, oh, no, we didn't. (laughs) It's just just that you're just a hamster on a wheel. That's all you are when you're following QAnon. You're just doing that same shit over and over and over again with no payoff ever. It sucks. I highly recommend you leave the fucking movement. It'll just ruin your life and take your wallet. So, yeah, fuck that shit. So after that unbelievably happy th- thought, uh, what are you guys looking <laughs> forward to this week? As our last question always is.
2: Pokemon. New Pokemon comes out on Friday. Uh, doesn't matter how many times they set me on the same dumb treadmill. Me and Elle talk about this all the time. We, we still get on it and gladly take the walk. So uh, I am, you know what? I, I, I will admit I am looking forward to, uh, you know, once more into the breach. Being the very best,
1: like no one ever was. Yeah, <laughs> damn
2: right. I too will be playing
1: Pokemon. So I, for for once, uh, Sergeant, I will be simpatico on this one. I, I am excited to try a new Pokemon, if only because I haven't played a new video game in a while.
3: Yeah, I I have to get on God of War. I just was uh, stuck working this week, and I haven't I haven't actually sunk my teeth into Man of a uh, Dad of Boy yet. So I gotta. I got to quit sucking and earn my uh, nerd cred by actually playing a popular video game. That's something that's important. And also uh, catching up on Taskmaster because I think I got like three or four episodes into the new season. And I'm sure there are more episodes out there for me to enjoy because Taskmaster is the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas.
1: Uh, I've I've caught up on the new season and it has been most gromulent. It's very good. (laughs) Uh, so I highly recommend. Look at me agreeing with both of my co-hosts for this week. And what, what a what a positive <laughs> note to head out on. So it's time for us to uh, get shot with that little device that turns us into the 2D little thing that floats off into space, uh, into the Phantom Zone, but out of Hellworld. That's how we're traveling this week. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening and supporting the show. You can continue to support the show for free by giving us a five-star review wherever you're getting your podcast from. It uh, helps out by telling the algorithm that you think that we're a bunch of uh, sexy and attractive lads. If you have money and you'd like to support the show with it, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash politics where a donation of $5 or more gets you access to our slate of bonus content, including a bunch of series where we dissect Cue media like Kabbalah and What We Do Out Our Shadows and Mules Aaron. So five or more dollars a month, you get access to all that stuff and all of our future bonus content as well. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we understand. You can do some good with us by donating to love146.org. They are an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And, of course, you uh, can take it amongst yourself to just do good with your money at your own speed. Uh, we believe in you uh, because you are also... Uh, very sexy, and uh, possibly the world's smartest person. We're very proud of you. Congratulations. Uh, Thanks, as always, to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our theme song. Uh, Still no Soch for DJ Minimal Effort. Uh, For the time being, you can find everybody else associated with the podcast on Twitter, including our friend Frosty, who provides all of our voiceover work. You can find him over on Twitter, at FrostyVO. You can find the show on Twitter, at Hellworld, with a Q instead of an O. Uh, Myself, at Hellworld L. Hellworld spelled the same way. Uh you can find Sarge at Sarge in Hell, and uh, Mr. Mike Raines is of course at Poker Politics. So for another successful episode of the Avengers in Hell World Podcast, I have one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined by my friend Sarge and our expert at all things Q and on crazy Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots